This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 82, How to Avoid Missing Out on English Opportunities. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. Are you taking big risks in your English life? Today, find out what risks Aubrey and Lindsay have taken and how these kinds of risks can help you learn English and have a better life. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How's everything going, Aubrey? How are you? I am excellent. How are you? Good. I'm excited to be here. I love talking about risk-taking. I know, right? I think we're both risk-takers a little bit, so this is (laughs) going to be fun to chat about today. Yeah, there's something a little bit enticing to me, intoxicating about risk. Not in a bad way. Yeah, Yeah, I'm wondering, like, what types of risks? Because I know you and I have both traveled abroad. I'm excited to hear a little bit about your experience today. But Mm -hmm. what about, like, physical risks? Have you ever gone Uh, base jumping or skydiving, uh, anything like that? I don't think that qualifies for me in that same way. (laughs) I'm not quite It's interesting, right? I'm like, oh, we're risk takers. And then I'm thinking our listeners might have a different idea than we do. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't been jumping out. Have you never been skydiving? I have never, nor do I plan to. Okay, so maybe we don't walk the talk or talk the walk or (laughs) however they say that. (laughs) Um, But I guess in terms of life choices, we're both kind of risk takers. And we're going to share some risks that we've taken today. And we're going to talk about why you have to take some kind of risk, guys, to improve your English. And we're not just talking about English on the show, right, Aubrey? What are we talking about here? Yeah, right. We we're, I mean, this show, we're focusing a lot on business, on mm-hmm. making connections with people, networking so that you can accomplish your goals and live the yeah. biggest life you can. So today, we want you to think about risk in a new way, not yeah. necessarily skydiving, but risks for your English skills, your experiences and your life as a whole. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. And it makes me think, I have to look this term up, but it makes me think of the term that entrepreneurs use, something like they say, like a distorted field of reality. They create their own field of reality when they build companies. Because if they knew, if they thought with a normal frame, 
you know, if you were looking for venture capital investment, you're going after investors and you're saying, I have this idea and I want you to put all this money into this idea. I'm going to spend, you know, 50 hours a, a week, a day working on this. Uh, you, if you're thinking in a normal way that no one would do that, right? You would <laughs> no, never start. <laughs> you would never do that. So they distort their field of reality and they teach themselves a new reality so they can take that risk. That's kind of what we're doing here. A little bit, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. what we're asking of you guys, right? You yep. listening to this podcast, you're taking risks with English, putting yourself in situations where you'll be able to practice using your English, speaking with other people, learning mm-hmm. English or natives. And that is, there is an element of risk there. So tell yes. me, Lindsay, yeah. tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about the first time you went somewhere where mm-hmm. you were trying to learn to speak that language and you were taking a little bit of a risk. You weren't <laughs> quite fluent yet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I was living a a pretty good life. Granted, not, you know, not a super, you know, luxurious life in New York, but I was, I had found my rent controlled apartment on the Upper East Side, right? I was good. I could have stayed in that. That's big. (laughs) I could have stayed in that apartment until I was 40, right? I, and, and paying very little to live in Manhattan. I was like a 10 minute walk to Central Park. Life was good. I had a job. I was living my New York life, but there was a voice inside me and it said, I have to be fluent in Spanish. It was just something that came from deep within me and said, hey, I just, this was something I thought I would always do. I figured I would always do and I haven't done it and I wasn't okay with that. So I made the decision to pick up my life. I got rid of my apartment. I Sadly, my roommate moved to Brooklyn and I went to South America and I went backpacking in South America for a year. And I just dove right in. <laughs> awesome. um, and it was scary at times, for sure, trying to figure things out, trying to learn the language, trying to find places to live in these places. But I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I did it. Yeah. Would you say that you learned faster there than you would have, you know, with textbooks and oh taking classes totally. in New York? Absolutely. <laughs> I know the Absolutely. answer. But. <laughs> 100%. And I also have so many great memories. I mean, the people I met, the conversations I had in Spanish and in English, but in Spanish, just the moments that I will never forget. I can't imagine if I didn't have those now in my heart. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up, and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code BAEE50 to get 50% off. That's code BAEE50 at F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash BAEE50 to get 50% off. 
I know, right? It's similar for me when I wanted to learn French and my motivation was, you know, my dad's an artist and he he would go to France once a year, every other year to take pictures and to paint on location. And yeah. he told me when I was pretty young that if I learned French, he would take me with him as his translator. Oh. So I wanted that. I was very motivated. <laughs> I took classes and then I went as an au pair to Belgium okay. and realized, oh man, my classes did not prepare me for French. Mm-hmm. But once I was there, I took the risk of just introducing myself to everyone I could, making those opportunities to speak French. And I learned a hundred times faster than I did in classes. And it was kind of scary going there. I was very young, 18, Mm -hmm. didn't Mm -hmm. know anyone, right? Just show up, Mm, not knowing anyone, no friends, but just like you, so worth it. I'm so grateful for the experiences I had, the people I met, and how fast I was able to learn the language. Now, Aubrey, did you, because we've heard about this a little bit on a couple of the web classes, but did you have a, because often when you go abroad, there's, I don't know whether it's a couple of weeks or a month or a few months where it's just awful. <laughs> it's just yes. awful. And then you have some kind of turning point, a moment where things, you start to gain some ground, something changes. Yeah, that's when exactly did that what happen happened for, for me. Um, mm-hmm. I was probably there a month because okay. I was, you know, watching kids and wasn't, I didn't have that much time to myself. Okay. But I finally met some friends, some other au pairs, and I was invited to a dinner where there were a few au pairs and several French speakers. Okay. And I had really been, you know, forcing myself to have these opportunities to speak French. Yeah. And I realized it had really paid off because at this dinner, I was able to actually communicate. I could okay. understand the conversations. I could speak and I met a couple new French speaking friends because awesome. up until they're on the au pairs, we were speaking in English together, right? Right. So to be having those connections in French was so exciting for me. I was finally able to understand and, and make jokes. That was huge when oh, I remember I could make a joke and understand a joke, right? It's such a different awesome. level. Yeah. And so did you have to, so you kind of had to attend that dinner that night, see yourself understanding and connecting. And then you had to come away and say, oh my gosh, something's changed. But did you know that it had changed until you got to that dinner? Or did you have to witness that moment? Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize because I hadn't, I, I was still really just speaking mostly with English speakers, yeah. but then just taking every chance I could to hear French spoken and yes. to speak what little French I could with, you know, the kids or, <laughs> you know, people out and about whenever I had a chance. And it did, it, it was sort of eye-opening, like an aha moment all of a sudden oh, that, so cool. oh, I can come to a dinner and speak in French with someone and understand. That's so cool. And this is the kind of thing that we own. This is an amazing moment in our lives that, you know, in your English journey, guys, you're going to have a lot of moments like this. It's not just one moment. It's a bunch of, you know, moments. Uh, The light bulb goes on and you've reached that next level. But it happens only when we take risks. And it doesn't, of course, have to be about going abroad, right, Aubrey? What are some examples of some risks our listeners could take, even if they just, they can't go abroad for whatever reason? Right. Yeah, we recently talked about volunteering. Mm-hmm. This is a great one, right? You may be a little nervous to yeah. um, to volunteer if there are other English speakers there, even if you don't live in an English speaking country. Mm-hmm. If you were to um, go to a school that's you know maybe dual immersion with English yep. speakers mm-hmm. and take opportunities to volunteer there and practice, then you're going to get exposure to English, and it might be a little scary. You might be worried that your English isn't good enough, yes. but if you take that risk dive in, you'll never regret it. Yeah. So these are other things we can do. It doesn't have to be traveling, but I'd say, you know, live a life of risk taking, right? What's the worst that can happen? My dad also was a risk taker. Um, He started his own business. I've shared on the show before and, you know, he would 
kind of he kind of got that message into me somehow. He would always say, "What's the worst that can happen?" Right? That's a and good that's message. A good <laughs> message is such a down-to-earth message. <laughs> it's a good message. Because um, then you start focusing on all the benefits that could come out of it. Yeah. And start thinking like, okay, the worst that could ha- happen is I don't have a lot of chances to speak English or mm-hmm. I just, you know what I mean? The worst that could yeah. happen is no different than what would be if you just stayed home and didn't take the risk in the first place. Exactly. So guys, today, you know, your assignment after listening to today's episode is go figure out What level of risk are you taking in your life right now on a scale of one to 10? How much risk are you actually taking? And what could you notch that up to? If it's a four, could you notch it up to an eight by doing one core thing, right? Take that risk, right? We're here to encourage you on Allers English, but you guys have got to take the action. Yes. Sign up for a class, right? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a language class. You could take Mm -hmm. a dance class in English, right? Online. There's Mm -hmm. classes for anything you can imagine, a cooking class online in English, whatever you're interested in. That's going to feel like a risk, especially if you feel like your language level isn't as perfect as you'd like it to be. Take that risk and you're going to see exponential growth. I love that. That is so good. Guys, that's our message for today. We encourage you to take those risks. All right, guys. So next time in the next episode, we're going to talk about how to speak English at a professional event or a party. So we're going to go into parties and events and all that good stuff. Aubrey, thanks for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Yes. Awesome. See you next time. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.